This is episode 12. We're talking about the value of rest. Thanks for listening today. My name is Anna Cousins, and I have a couple other people with me on the podcast today. We have Lindsay Willis. Hey, y'all. And we have Clint Reddy joining us today. Hey, everybody. Great to be here with you. So today we are talking about the value of rest in our lives and as leaders. So um, we've just been talking about the importance of rest, but we also have found kind of a, a common theme lately in life yeah. uh, that when we ask someone, hey, how are you doing? What's new? So often the common response is, hey, you know, I'm great, really busy, doing a lot. You know, you rarely ever find someone say, oh, I'm just so well rested and eager to take on the day. You never hear that. It's always, oh, I'm busy. Um, And so we found busyness is a huge theme today in life. And so we just wanted to talk about the importance of rest in our lives. I can't agree with you more, Anna. It's, It's just a common theme in everybody's life. Every generation, every place, we wear busy as a badge of honor. Oh, that, that's so true. And, and I think the question has uh, tons of implication for yeah. us as leaders as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, obviously it, it, it cuts across the spectrum. Every person has to wrestle with kind of the, their own uh, rhythms of rest. But I think for leaders especially, that, again, it's with anything in leadership, there's almost an added responsibility to, mm-hmm. to the rest that we model for others, too. It's a great yeah, perspective, absolutely. Clint. Yep. Well, okay, so we're all guilty of this, of being too busy, it seems, and not maybe not resting enough or not resting well. Um, so as leaders, why is that important, not only for ourselves, but why would you say rest is important for those that we lead as well? You know, I think we always look at it from kind of the personal standpoint, I mean, we do need rest. Mm -hmm. We all do. We just don't like to admit that. And we kind of feel like if we're not busy, we're missing out. Something's going on that we're not a part of. And so that works on our egos, on our sense of worth and all that kind of stuff. So we like to be busy. Plus, there's just the accomplishment, quote unquote, of being busy. I have a lot of things to do. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. But the implications for us there is that if I rest, I should feel guilty. But even beyond that, it has implications sure. for those we lead. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think in one respect, rest as for leaders is a way for us to model healthy and sustainable behavior. Uh, you know, good. I mean, that's what leaders do. They, 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 they set the course and people follow after, after that. Um, so I think there's a conviction there. Uh, I agree. For, for leaders, we, we rest as a way to model for our people, um, what healthy healthy uh, leadership looks like. That's but, so good. You know, one of the other things that I think is really important for us to to try to wrap our minds around when it comes to rest is that I'm, I'm going to use this terminology here. I think it has for otherness kind of wrapped up yeah. in it. Re- rest is for us. I mean, none of us mm-hmm. are going to 
kind of push back at that. But I think the biblical mandate about rest, there's also this inherent part in it that it's for others. Mm -hmm. And as leaders, not only are we modeling healthy behavior, but I think rest is an intentional way for us to provide space and a venue for others to step into the work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I love that idea, Clint. But that, I mean, that's a, even as we were talking about this, that was a new idea to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you just expand a little bit more there on how that opportunity for a leader to rest right. can invite others into the process? Sure. Well, you know, again, as as faithful Christians, I think we always should look to Scripture as a way for us to... Really? Well, what a know. novel idea! <laughs> um, you know, just as a way for us to kind of uh, uh, to order our lives, in a sense, and, and what better place for us to start, right, than the opening pages of the Bible in Genesis mm-hmm. 1. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, all of us are so familiar with this story. We've read it time and oh, time yes. again, and you could preach... <laughs> You could preach hundreds of sermons out of what happens in that opening mm-hmm. story, uh, that opening narrative of how God created the world. And I love what happens in verse 1 and 2, you know, where it says that the Spirit of God was just hovering. You know, God's mm-hmm. presence is always there. Mm-hmm. And, and the author of Genesis, Abraham, uh, or excuse me, Moses, he describes the world as formless and void or wow. empty. Yeah. And then you look at what God did in the following six days. And he said no to formlessness, and he said no to emptiness. He separated light from darkness. That's he good. filled the skies That's with good. stars, moon, uh, with with this with the with the sun, moon, and stars. He separated the waters from the sky, and filled it with birds and fish. He separated the land and the seas, and it culminated with him filling the earth with people like you and me. And then he gives us a command to rule over the earth, to continue his work of bringing form. And to fill it, yep. to multiply and to see that his yep. work continue. And yep. then it comes to day seven, right? And God rests. And I think one of the ways that we can look at that is God saying in the same way in the first six days as I made the world with form and I filled it up, I'm commissioning you. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do the same thing. Now, God doesn't passively step back and That's just kind of watch yep, right. what's true. going on. But I think Sabbath is a beautiful way that God invites us to continue in the thing that he's already doing. And I think in the same way as leaders, we can use that same principle, that same concept, and think of rest as a way for us to invite the people that are on the journey with us into the work that God has asked us to do together. I think that's so cool. In fact, there's there's almost an invitation for otherness yeah. even in the process of rest. Right. God said, we've done all this. Adam named all the animals yep. in that sixth day, and then God invited Adam into that rest with him right. on the seventh day. And and as a leader, we get to invite people into that rest with us. For sure. But also by us allowing ourselves to rest and not have to be the one that gets it all done, we invite others into the productivity. Yeah. It takes a lot of trust. Oh, like man. To rest. Because when you as a leader choose to rest, you're choosing to trust those that you're leading with, you know, 
when you're delegating things and you're bringing them into that and you're saying, okay, I want you to be part of this. We're all going to rest together. I'm going to show you what rest looks like in my life. You have to trust others and you have to trust God. I mean, you know, we talk about tithe a lot with money, but when you tithe your time, we say this with money, if you give God the first 10%, you're trusting him to do more with the 90 than you can with 100. So I think it's the same way with time. If we if we choose to set aside time to rest and be refreshed, um, we're choosing to trust God that he can do more with that time. And that's not always easy to do. What, why do you think it's so hard for us to rest? Because it's not, it's not natural for most of us. And, and you know, some are more high achievers than others, and maybe rest looks different for different people. But why is it so difficult, would you, th- would you say, for us to rest? Man, well... <laughs> I think that question just probes parts of us that are like, man, I just yeah. don't want to think about that. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to talk about that. Let's just it's just like we're pulling that. back the curtain it, yeah. into our soul. It's an identity question. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yes. You know? totally. It's because we're basing, arguably, it's because we base so much of our worth, so yeah. much of who we yep. are yep. on our accomplishments. And and again, to a certain degree, we want to be able to to have an to have an ambitious spirit to yes. have a holy ambition. I think Bill Hybels talks about yep. that, and uh, be, because we don't want slothfulness, you know, right. I don't think God right. created right. us just to wallow and sit around and just hope for the best. You know, there's, right. there's an inherent part of us that uh, is about working and creating and doing, but that that reaches a fine line of diminishing return when we use that as an idol. When we think that we're God ourselves, we're false mm-hmm. God playing, mm-hmm. in a sense, and trying mm-hmm. trying to make it all work, and and that's a tension to manage because none of us want to be slothful because that's not honoring, right. it's not right. stewarding what right. God has given us, but so quickly that falls into the this this trap of well, if I don't work, then I'm not there's no worth in right. me, right? You know, and, and I think the <laughs> value here is is even wrestling with this question because the pendulum's going to swing, right? Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna we're going to do too much and we're going to maybe Goof knock around. off a yeah. little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. But I think what happens is we, we get busy enough and we acclimate to that level of busyness mm-hmm. and that feels normal. And then we add more and we acclimate to another higher level of right. busyness yeah. and then and more. And we lose that sense of balance between work and rest. And I think asking this question of gee, what does it look like to rest and why do we struggle with rest? To let that the Holy Spirit work in our heart is a critical part of the process of staying on the journey for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't have facts and figures, I don't have research, but I'm going to guess that any leader that's fallen, that's burned out, happens because rest wasn't a rhythm in their life. Wow. And so they make wrong choices, they make bad decisions, they get involved with the wrong things, and they find a way to fill the emptiness. Yeah. Right. Oh, there right. you go. That's in great. In their heart with something other than the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I think rest invites the presence of God to fuel and fill our lives. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah, it's 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 a way for us to intentionally trust. Yes. In God. Mm-hmm. It builds our faith. You know, I wonder if we've ever thought of it that way. That, That's really good. You know, when we when we neglect Sabbath or when we, need, when we neglect rest, uh, are we putting a lid to a certain degree mm. on the relationship that we can have with God because we don't mm. give, give, us, give ourselves enough chances or opportunities to really trust Him? Yeah, right. You know, we talk about how tithing is is 
not for the church. You know, it's not for right. us to right. to That's sustain true. what we're doing here. It's for us. It's yes. a way for us to yeah. trust God. Yeah. And in the same way, I, I love that connection, Anna, that you made with tithing and Sabbath. That Absolutely. In the same way, it's, it's such an intentional way for us to build our faith and trust. It invites God to do above and beyond yeah. what yeah. we could ever do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it, it allows margin in our lives. I mean, so I've found... Good. Like so many of the times when I've really seen God work through me and in me is when I've had time for it, when I've had margin in my life. You know, the times when we, instead of working so hard and looking down, looking down, we look up and see those around us and have, you know, I've been trying lately to just leave more space in my life to be able to say, you know what? Yeah, I am free to do that. I can spend time with you or I can, you know, put time into something that God is putting right in front of me. And often I think if we don't have rest and margin and Sabbath in our lives and we're just working, 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 we're never going to have that space to be able to say yes to things that we wouldn't normally see. It's good. Really so I think I think it's it's good practice to be able to trust God with that time to be able to set that aside and um, I think one way to do that is to schedule it. I mean it's you know we schedule every other part of our lives. Why don't we schedule rest and schedule margin? I think that's one thing that we could um, add into our lives to really be able to rest more and Sabbath more. In fact, I wonder how many of us suffer from the empty space on our calendar syndrome. Where if it's empty, I've yeah. got to fill it with something. Sure. Well, why not fill it with rest, yeah. which is something and brings value. And we purposefully put those moments of rest in, whatever rest might look like. Totally. Yeah, and, and I think as leaders, you know, we, we, we model that. We schedule rest for, for ourselves. But I think we also take a huge step by um, really asking those that God has put under our care to do yeah. the same. I agree. Yes. Great, you know? great point, Clint. And uh, one of the things that I'm just thinking about here with, you know, with rest being for others is, you know, when, when God set up the world in six days and, and he said it was very good and then he rested. You know, it's not as though he kind of left it halfway done right. and was like, hey, I'm going to take a break here. Can you guys, you know, f- finish up the things that I don't want to do? He mm-hmm. he created it in its perfectness, you yeah. know, in a sense, in its, in its beauty and its goodness. And then he left it. Yeah. to to us to to steward to care for and so in the same way i think when we're resting when we're inviting others into the work that we're maybe going to step away from as an intentional way to give others a chance to mm-hmm. to be a part of something that we're not just leaving them the scraps or leaving them a mess ah, to good. to clean up you know we're right. we're super intentional about yeah. creating an environment where as we step away intentionally to to recharge we we leave a place where others can really thrive, yes. and it's not passive. It's not hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm unplugged, and you can't. We're not going to talk about it, or you can't get a hold of me. But it's mm-hmm. you're still with them mm-hmm. in the sense of you're there to encourage, to uplift, to troubleshoot. But you're not you're not in the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. So so I think that's another thing for us to consider as we think of rest as a way to invite others into mm-hmm. our work that we we don't leave them a mess to clean right. up. Yeah. And I think it's important too to not compare because I think different people rest in different ways and different people are recharged and refreshed by different things. And mm-hmm. so some people um, might, you know, need different things if you're more introverted, you might need more solitude. If you're more extroverted, resting might be with other, you know, it might mean being with other people. Um, and so I think it's important not to compare too cuz sometimes we look at other people 
people and say, oh, you know, they're just laying around and doing nothing. Well, maybe maybe what they're doing is truly refreshing to their soul. That's great. And we need to not judge that and compare and say, you know, my rest looks different than your rest. I think that's okay. Hmm. Yeah, and what it makes me think about is, you know, given that there's such a diversity potentially to mm-hmm. how we rest, yes. is is there a way for us to kind of assess, you know? Right. And, and am I in a restful season in my life, even though it might look different mm-hmm. across different personalities mm-hmm. and leadership styles and all those things? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if anyone has any thoughts there. Like, how, how do we know whether or not we're, we're restful? I might throw one out on the table, and it's, it's going to be different than the way the world measures. Mm-hmm. But isn't that what the kingdom is all about, sure. right? The kingdom is always different than the way the world measures. And I think if we, to use your point, go back to Scripture, Clint, mm-hmm. we find the best measure of whether we are resting, which is the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in our right. lives. Yep. Wow. Okay, so yep. in Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, it says the the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, when the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is really leading and, and ruling and reigning and in, is in the forefront in our life, mm-hmm. we're going to see nine different fruit in our life. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And if we if we started using that as our thermometer or yeah. barometer, whatever yeah. it is, of whether we're resting or not, I think it would allow the Holy Spirit to do some work in our heart right. in those areas. Sure. Right. And how true is that? I mean, I, I feel like that's so true in my life. When I'm well-rested, it just is natural. I do have more joy and more kindness and more patience. And I think that's a great test of... Yeah. Why do I feel so impatient lately, or why why is it so hard for me to be faithful with things, or to be kind, or whatever? And maybe it's because we're not rested. Maybe it's because we're not scheduling that time, making that a priority in our lives um, to be refreshed and to rest, and to allow those things to naturally overflow in our lives. It's great. I agree. It's great. I think what we're doing here is not presenting a formula or right. a checklist. Right. It's just. A question we all need to wrestle with and really let God search our hearts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I just want to challenge everyone listening that um, this week, this next month, schedule rest. Yes. Make it priority. Make time for it because it's important not just for us as leaders, but for those that we lead that's as so well. Yep. And I think um, I think we could all probably rest more and and just be more aware of the times when we say, you know, oh yeah, I'm just busy, and we wear that as a badge of honor. Rather than that, let's say, you know, I'm I'm really trying to rest more and be well refreshed. And um, I think if we do that, then we will lead better, and those we lead will notice the difference. And I love that. And on that note, I think I'm going to go play a round of golf. Thanks for the great idea. (laughs) That's all the time we have for today. Thanks so much for listening and joining the conversation. Uh, Just a couple of resources I'd love to recommend to you regarding rest. Uh, One is a book by Chris Hodges called Fresh Air, and the other is a book called Playing God by Andy Crouch. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Thanks again for listening to the River Valley Leadership Podcast. For more resources, updates, and ideas, check us out online at leaders.rivervalley.org.